Stuckers. Welcome to Casual Friday, where we take a mo to have a mini mastermind to problem solve, set goals, and keep the ball rolling on our own businesses. I'm Chell. That's Josh. Hey, hey. What's hey, up? Hey, hey, hey. What's, what's up? If you haven't checked out the podcast, <laughs> this week we talked about CRMs, free things, paid for things. We talked about that on Wednesday, but it's accessible any day of the week from now on. Ooh. So if you missed Ooh. it, go back and check it out. It's episode one, two, foe. What's up, Josh? I love how podcasts work. That they're always, always go back there. and listen. They're always there for you <laughs> whenever you need them. If you're the up bestie. in the middle of the night like I was last night, you can just like go through the feed and, and download a podcast. It's always there for you. <laughs> it's not what I did, but I could have. <laughs> Instead of sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that totally makes sense. Let's talk about goals. So if we okay. don't do our goals, our money gets donated by the other person to organizations that we are not super huge fans of. So do I have to donate your money to the American Nazi Patty? Here's the thing. No. <laughs> Again, uh, highly motivated to not have you give the money away to an organization I don't like. Uh, I did. <laughs> my goals were to figure out this SEO thing for a client with a contractor. Did. Done. Beautiful. Working on client number two now. You are a baller. My other goal was to volley the music back to the co-writers, the stuff I had on my plate that they were waiting for. Did that was it like, like a, a spike back? Did yeah. you like a okay? One was like a and the other one was like a volley like Okay. You know? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Bam, that's in other people's courts. And uh feel good. How about you? Do I get to donate some of your money to the National Riffle Association? Nine. That's ah. no in German. You're so German now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what are your goals? What'd you do? My goals last week were to review the videos that I had for market research. Uh, that was just like go through uh, and rewatch them, compile notes. Done. I had a CEO day, so I planned out my whole Q2, including webinars. Done. Uh, and I also had like a little meditation sesh about like what I really needed to do to like overcome some like mental blockages and hurdles. It was... Uh -huh. Prime, just saying. <laughs> Sounds woo-woo, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Figured out how to download the IGTV videos, guys. I might have to do a little demo for you because it's so fucking easy. And I had to have, oh my, she's not even a millennial. What's what's older than a millennial? Gen X. Oh, I had a Gen Xer explain it to me, guys. <laughs> uh, both the Gen X crowd and the Xennial crowd out there are laughing at you. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'll do a quick, like, little info video on how to do that because it's so fucking easy. And it's super – I think it's valuable because then you can, like, use that anywhere. Yeah. I had to do a quick Canva story. So I, I put together a quick MP4 on Canva for a live that I'm doing. And I think I'm going to do that for all lives going forward. We can talk about more, more about that in a bit. Um, and then I had a blog pitch I don't know if that was one of my goals, but it's written on here. So I had a blog pitch for a magazine and I got that out and they want to use it. So yay! I don't think it's good though, but my name's out there and it links back to my site. So yeah, SEO, yay! Yay! SEO! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's break out into some, um, some brainstorm sessions. So okay. I'm going to set a timer and okay. like, um, like, we do. like that's, usually how this goes. And then mm -hmm. you tell mm -hmm. me the things and I give you the responses to the things and then, yeah, go. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, first on the agenda, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you might see that I 
I might appear a little bit taller or higher in the frame. I had to adjust my frame up because um, I filled my bouncy ball chair with air. And as a result, my posture is a lot better. <laughs> it's good to remember to fill that thing up every once in a while. I'm like, oh, wow, this is, uh, this is what this is supposed to be like. Um, so it's both bouncy and my lower back feels better, thankfully. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> take that. Um, okay, so a few things. On the SEO side, um, I got uh, all my websites done. <laughs> They're like pretty darn cheap, just like the on-site stuff that I was talking about last week. Uh, via Upwork. And then I moved on to a client. So I have one client that's still kind of redesigning their website with me. So I'm doing that actively. We're going to probably meet up next week. They're the one kind of dragging their heels on it. <laughs> they want to do it. They just don't have time. So <laughs> I'm just waiting on them. And, and once I do the last bit of redesign with them, just iron out a few details, we'll run that through the SEO thing. Um, and they asked me about ongoing monthly SEO stuff, like the maintenance, the offsite stuff that I explained last week. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking into that too. Um, to be honest, like this is a client I've known for a long time, so I can, I can level with them pretty well. And I was yeah. like, yeah, so that's probably going to be like six or $700 a month though, but it's, it's a big investment, but it's a worthy investment. And they just responded with, that's a great deal. That sounds worth it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> so um, I think it's always good to uh, remind yourself that everyone has their own opinion and they come from different places when it comes to price point, money, and what has value, right? All facets of my business get reminded that some people look at the same price point. If I'm like, I'll fix this computer for 75 bucks, and some people are like, and other people are like, that's it. You know? <laughs> and, and a lot of people don't comment at all, which is fine. But it's just everyone's got their own perspective and have vastly different views on, on price points. So another lesson, as I'm always continually learning, just decide what you're worth and say it like you mean it and let people react how they're going to react. Because some no matter what your price point, some people are going to be like, that's a lot. And some people are going to be like, that's it. And that's just how it is. So. Do something that's good for you that you can take care of yourself with, you know, don't gouge people, but also don't work too cheap. <laughs> As I'm branching out in this whole SEO world, I'm trying to price myself accordingly to, you know, undercut the market a little bit. I don't need to gouge people, but I don't want to appear super cheap compared to every other SEO and be like, are you really doing what the other guys are doing? Because, you know, you're charging half the price. Like, so um, anyway, so that's all going well. Um, and next week, once I get that done, I'm going to start interviewing some of these SEO companies that are on Upwork. Um, like there's two or three of them that have good proposals that are written in very good English and stuff Then I'm like, okay, if you're going to do ongoing monthly, like write content kind of stuff, then you need to have really good English. The way Upwork works, like I can have a video call with them and interview them and ask them what they do and how they do it. And then I'll hire one. And if it goes well, I'll just keep paying them monthly to keep doing my clients' websites. So that's very exciting. Question. Are you going to start promoting that you are the Wix plus SEO guy? Yes. Um, but I'm going to see how this client goes with the extended monthly thing for a few months because I want to make sure it works and everyone's happy um, before I really, really, really start pushing it. Um, yeah, but yeah. But yeah, I think so. This is this is a trial run. This will be the 
the spring into the summer of seeing how it goes with a couple of things here and there. And, and then if that's, if that goes well, I'm going to start pushing it where I can to, um, try and continue to get monthly clients without much of my time because my time is totally packed fixing yeah. computers. So if I can contract out the SEO stuff, uh, let's see what else on the contractor front. I had a friend who, um, went through it certification training with me like four, four or five years ago. Um, who I reached out to like a year and a half ago, year ago. And he was like doing his own thing on the side that wasn't really IT related. He was doing some IT stuff, just kind of doing his own freelance lifestyle. And I said, you know, sometimes I just get really swamped. Would you like to um, do some work for me? Like I can call you when I'm just swamped. And if you are available, you can work. And he was like, sure. And we did that like, twice for like two gigs before he like switched his life started a partnership sign shop with a friend and was no longer available so it was like a grand idea (laughs) didn't didn't pan out very long anyway um he contacted me the other day because i needed to get some signs made and he was calling me back on that and he said hey some things changed so i'm actually a lot more available like i've got a lot of work but i also have some downtime and i have a lot of flexibility so if you want to continue calling. And I was like, absolutely. Cause I was just thinking like a month ago, I need another Ben situation. His name's Ben. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I need another situation where I can pay someone and pay them well for like hourly work. Cause I, they're not like in the shop hourly where I have to pay them 40 hours a week. It's just, I only pay you when you're actually working for a client. Right. And yeah, so I can pay them well and just get my clients, you know, serviced a lot faster quicker turnarounds so i'm really excited that he called and has more availability because between the upwork and him i'm going to start really in the next month or beyond start offloading some work to contractors and just kind of hell yeah keeping the thing afloat so it's going to be an experiment in having technicians basically (laughs) for the first time and that's and that's like contractors in two different ways like one i guess would be like a 1099 but the other is you're just paying for a service but technically like you're contracting the work out right 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 yeah so technically i'm just paying up work for a service but um and then ben's a 1099 so cool bam so if that goes really well then i'll learn a lot about delegating this kind of business and whatnot and and managing it and can maybe increase how that goes either into actual employees or just expanding how often I use contractors for a while or whatever, however it goes. But it's a big, big fucking deal. If I do say so myself. Yeah, dude, that's fucking huge. Scary. Round of applause. <laughs> Full Thank round you. of applause. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the biggest thing. Any thoughts you have about that? It's not like I have a specific question, but just, you know, trying to learn how to stay on top of all of it. Um, I think I'm doing a good job of, of doing it very small at first. So I'm not just like, cool, I've got a 40 hour a week employee. And I have no idea how to deal with like, it's like, I'll be able to grow as I learn. Um, so I'm not too worried about it, but um, yeah, yeah, there's that. So last week you mentioned having someone else in the office and like, that was a concern for you because COVID duh, but mm-hmm. you know him. So he's not mm-hmm. a stranger. And he's not in the office. Okay, that's fair. (laughs) 
and I'm vaccinated now. So bam. So you can just <laughs> spread it to everyone and it's I fine. can just willy nilly. Yeah. Wear your chin lick. diaper around. It'll be great. Exactly. I'm just licking things all over the place. Um, oh, God. Yeah. So for the most part, what I've used him for before is like, can you go to this client's office? I can't leave the shop today. Kind of. Got stuff. it. So he's yeah. So he's so far anyway, he's been that like, I don't know if it'll if there'll come a time where I really need to do a project out i need to be the one out and i can say hey there's like five computers at my shop we just go in and fix them <laughs> you know, yeah i could do that too but um i don't see a situation in the short run here where we're both going to be at the shop for an extended period anyway so okay well that's good yeah yeah um how much time do i got 42 seconds quick other subject i'll get into more next week then is i'm starting to learn about facilitating cloud backups for people so they're automatic and i get some of the monthly or yearly subscription fee on top you know so i mm -hmm. resell the, the software and so i'm i'm looking at that kind of similar to seo where not that i need a contractor but just in terms of getting monthly income from multiple sources so i just took a webinar today and i'm gonna um, experiment with what i learned today on my own computers this week that's going to be one of my goals. Hello. <laughs> that was loud. Sometimes it's not that loud. That was, that was aggressive. So that's, that's upcoming. And I'll probably talk more about that next week in, in terms of like trying to be like, okay, I maxed out on time. I need to either offload some, some tasks to free up time or I need additional income to be in the form of reoccurring revenue that's easy to contract or just manage quickly or whatever. So. And I think for scaling, getting away from the time, like your time for money, because that's what right. a service-based business is, right? So like getting away right. from that and finding these other sources of income is going to be imperative to allow yeah. you to continue to grow without having to take on any additional employees at this point. Yeah, absolutely. And that's going to be, time for money is always going to be part of the business, but um, if the yeah. business can have some some decent legs of other income streams that are uh, recurring revenue of like, just make sure the backups keep backing up for people. You know, that's going to be like an hour a week for somebody to check on, you know, and follow yeah. up. So um, if I can get paid for that kind of without too much effort, then that just helps the whole business be that much more stable in the finances. Definitely. Yeah. Which little teaser, guys? We're going to talk about that next week. Finances. All right. <laughs> Shell. Um, Josh. let me get my timer out. Hold on. You stand Do by. that. Are you standing? You better be standing. Sitting and bouncing by. Heard. Okay. Bouncing by and 10 minutes on the clock. Go. From the calls that I had, the market research calls last week that I had, there was some really good information. Uh, so I like determined people's best means of communication is going to be text. I'm not super comfortable giving my number out to people, but I think using a messaging app can be really beneficial because I feel like as long as they turn notifications on for that, it's similar to text and I'm easily accessible. So I got some really good information there, like how much time people would want to spend on an online course, how much time they have to. Uh, and I'm actually going to continue doing market research calls this week. So I also have it kind of built into my market research call strategy that I ask them for a follow-up in two weeks or like a week or two weeks so that mm -hmm. I can present them with some things that I've created based off of their, like their suggestions. And I have, like, I think I am going to, I'll talk about that in a second, but I am going to be creating things that they 
that they've told me that they need and they want. So I think that this could be a really good strategy to get people on the phone because that's been so challenging. But if you ask them for market research, then they feel like you're building a product specifically for them, which I am. They just need it explained in a different way, you know, and like those products may already exist, but they just need it explained in a different way. So I think that this is a really interesting way just to, to get people on the phone and learn a little bit more about the target market, but also build rapport. So that was, that was really good. Uh, and I'm thinking going to continue to do that. So sweet. Yeah. Sounds like a treasure trove of knowledge you got there already. Definitely. So my CEO day, like I said earlier, went really well. The only thing that I didn't get to do was to map out my sales process. So from the funnels that I have to my like outreach strategies to my Instagram, and then again, these like market research calls or brainstorm sessions and like taking people through. So I think I'm going to create like, a. I know there's apps for this online, uh, but like, like a little like flow, like a little flow chart for myself of like what my sales process looks like, mm -hmm. just so that I have it in mind. And like, I like depending on like what people's struggles are, I know what to send them to and like what products are going to be best for them. So I think I have that's going to be with an extra license. So I will cool. Like a flow chart kind yeah. of thing. A flow yeah. chart, but specifically for sales. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mindmeister was what I used to like create my course and like brainstorm that out. But mm -hmm. yeah, let me know. Cool. Cool. Yeah. What also came from those sales or those market research calls was the need for another product. It came up like two or three times in conversation, but like picky eaters, like toddler parents want like three or four meals that can come together super quick based off of what they have and that their toddler is actually going to eat. So I think I need to do a little bit more research, uh, probably just on my Instagram for it, just like asking questions like, what do you guys always have on hand? Um, what do your toddlers like to eat? I mean, or maybe just do like yay or nay or like this or that questions. And mm -hmm. I feel like people just respond better to those than like filling in, fill the in the blank. Yeah. yeah. So I might have to just pick like five to 10 questions and, and get some research there. But I think that that could be a really cool product. And like, I don't have to charge a ton for it. You know what I mean? But like quick things that you can make and you know your toddler's going to eat. Hell yeah, I'll make a product for you about that. You know, and like it can mm -hmm. just be a mini course. Um, yeah. so yeah, I thought that was really cool. The thing I didn't do this week was hang out on clubhouse a lot. I actually got a lot more done not being on clubhouse this week. So interesting. that's interesting, <laughs> right? But I also don't have anything more scheduled for like the next coming weeks. Like I didn't get any podcast scheduled. I really didn't get any collab scheduled. So I think that's the give and take with it. You know what I mean? So like, mm -hmm. if you can schedule a couple of weeks out based off of like, a couple of sessions on clubhouse cool and then maybe take the next week off so i think i need like an on and off with that going forward which is it's just interesting to see the difference you know what i mean like how much my productivity yeah. increased not listening to people's conversations and like just listening to music versus mm -hmm. like being engaged in a conversation for hours on end so yeah, yeah. it was just it was just interesting um it's a time suck that clubhouse it, is, it can be useful so but it's a time suck <laughs> Within my CEO day this past Wednesday, questions arose. And I think I may have mentioned this last week too, but doing a webinar, uh, it came out on my, uh, on my Instagram poll that people are more interested in like figuring out how to cook dinner quickly, like in under 30 minutes than they are about like handling their picky eater toddlers. Mm -hmm. So the webinar last time I think got okay traction. I now have more of a solidified like three week plan leading up to it of like information that they're going to get 
like small snippets that they're that they're going to get over the course of three weeks that lead up to like the big webinar that I'm doing, I think April 18th. So that's a couple of weeks out. It, I'm not overwhelmed by it because I have a plan this time, but I'm wondering, is it worth it to do a live webinar and also be live on Clubhouse simultaneously? Or is that too much? I think it's too much because you, because the beauty of Clubhouse is getting to actually talk with people, right? And mm -hmm. And so that's going to be a lot to juggle by yourself to to make Clubhouse interactive. And if you don't make Clubhouse interactive, I don't think it's going to be the most useful. So I think I would, before jumping in that way, I would plan to do the webinar twice, once on Clubhouse, one, once off. And then you'll know, like, one, did they both work? Did they yeah. both get traction? Then great. Is there a way you can combine them? Or you'll find that you know Clubhouse doesn't operate that way. It doesn't get you, give you traction for your course for some reason, and you'll not you'll not go crazy trying to integrate that at the same time. Because I see okay. a lot of people do launches with webinars where they do like three or four in a row, like four days in a row of the webinar. And I think you did twice last time, right? For two I different did. time zones. Yeah, and then I had. I had like follow-up emails and nada. So yeah, that's why I'm hesitant to do like multiple again and just like keep myself up to like 2 a.m. for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think too, um, you know, I hate to spend money unnecessarily, but like with all my Facebook ads playing around with last year and stuff, the one thing that just worked like gangbusters was putting just a little bit of ad dollars into the webinar signups. Yeah. Cause I got like hundreds of people to sign up for not much money at all, which resulted in like, you know, I had almost a hundred, um, register, um, and like 35 show up and three bought, right. Which is kind of a normal thing. So if you got like seven people to show up in your webinar, then the chances that you get one person to buy is pretty low based on the usual yeah. breakdown, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, and considering your course sale, like I would kind of just reverse engineer the math and be like, if, you know, if you spent $100 on Facebook ads and that netted you 50 people and one of them buys, then it's totally worth it, right? Yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> For totally. your price point. Like, right, don't go crazy until you know the scale works, you know, but, but from what I saw, when, when I just asked people to sign up for free for a webinar, it was real easy. And the way to get the word out was the paying Facebook thing. All right. I might have to do a deep dive into Facebook ads, yeah. ad learning this week. Ad learning. Yay. Okay. <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, I think, I think it is important to understand that before I just like drop money behind it, you know? Put something small that you can, you know, afford to play with, but I think it's worth trying because you've also built up an audience now that um, anyone who sees you because of the ad and they go to like your page and stuff will be like, oh, this person's legit because you've yeah. built up a lot of content and whatnot, which is, which will behoove you better than it even behooved me at the time, so. Yeah. Maybe Instagram ads, not Facebook ads. I mean, it's through Facebook, but you can yeah, say just no, Instagram. Yeah, no, I know. But I think I yeah. think Instagram is where, I mean, I know moms are on Facebook too, but 
I'm more active on Instagram. So I don't know if that would be better or not. Yeah, okay. I would try it. Consider I would try it. that because that's the profile you want to send people to. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was helpful. Um, okay. Just some quick updates. The live collaborations that I'm doing on Instagram, I'm going to do through the month of April and then May. I'm transferring those solely to my Facebook group. So I'm going to start weaning people off of watching those collaborations on my Instagram and really getting them into that Facebook group. Cause that Facebook group is where I do my webinars. That's where I do like exclusive trainings. Uh, and I think yep. that'll be more valuable to them if they're in there. So I'm going to start weaning them off and then start letting them know that, Hey guys, like this is going away. Like you got to be in the Facebook group. If you want to keep watching these collaborations, what do you think? Mm, I think so. On Sundays, I started doing this or that just to like engage people. And that has brought my story engagement back up, which is awesome because remember that week of selling I did like three weeks ago? Yeah, my uh -huh. engagement was down significantly. People didn't like that. So mm. <laughs> it needs to be a better like balance of selling and giving information and like being funny and all of that. Everyone right. that I speak to is like, you don't come off as salesy. So that really feels good. Mm -hmm. But I'm also not getting sales because I'm not being salesy. So right. it's right. it's finding the balance between the two, yeah. you know? I think that was it. I think, too, like what I see a lot of people do successfully to not be too salesy, but to always remind people there's a way to buy is yeah. like just that call to action, that very simple call to action at the end of pretty much everything. Like, Here's a yeah. whole video on fun and silly chill doing some cool stuff. And you got some information and at the very end, by the way, if you want to work with me more and learn a lot faster, check out this course. But I if you do it consistently, yeah, if you do it consistently, like, because people need to hear it like what, 10 times before they're even mm -hmm. really considering buying. Yeah. <laughs> so, Right now, my call to action in my Reels videos is follow, and then I like point at the little thing. But maybe mm -hmm. I could just do like a, like, book a call kind of thing. Just be a little more salesy, but it doesn't have to be a whole video about like, hey, check out this course. You should buy it. If you don't buy it, this video is useless. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which you're yeah, not yeah. doing. But like, yeah, that's CTA. what people are afraid of when they're like, I don't want to be too salesy. Although I I listened to a really good podcast today from Donnie. You know building a story brand with Donald Miller. Uh, it was Little a couple of episodes Mill. ago. It was basically getting over your fear of sales. And like the person he had on was fantastic. And I mean, mm. I've heard this all the time. We preach this, you know, but it's really nice to have that reinforcement. And like you said, you got to hear it 10 to 12 times before it sticks, right? Yeah. <laughs> and even then a reminder every now and again is good. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right. Well, third, I think you told me a little bit what are your goals <laughs> my goals i have three big goals this week um three big one, ones big ones okay one i've i've been so busy with the other stuff that i've fallen behind on learning how to mix and produce music wickety, so wickety, what i want to get on the mixing part of the course that i'm in so i want i, I think it's a pretty big deal i have no idea how much time it's going to take but i'm going to commit i'm going to be done with the mixing portion next week so if it's big, I'm going to be spending a lot of hours. Doing it. Cool. <laughs> but I just need, I need to be on the other side of it. Yeah. Um, Approach it this and... weekend so you don't leave it for Wednesday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Starting today. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the big one. And then, uh, like I mentioned, I'm doing 
learning about um, a certain software for uh, reselling for people for backups and stuff. So I'm going to be exploring that with my own technology to see how it works and make sure it's smooth and make sure from the user end um, that it feels easy and like they're taken care of without being, you know, I don't want any software that's got like pop-ups all the time and people are calling me like, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just want something that's silent that always does the job for them and that I can control really easily. Um, so I'll be testing that. If that goes well, then I will be, um, I got a couple of clients that are already on kind of a backup system that sucks. So I'm going to just switch them at my cost and then I'll get the uh, residuals later, you know, when they renew. But um, that way it's all on one platform for me. So that's the big uh, learning push is those two things. And then one other little thing. So we talk about all the time with like our life book that, um, your daily big three productivity tasks, right? The three things you're going to get done no matter what that, even if your day is like completely falls apart, you got these three things done. So you feel like you moved the ball forward. With those, I have been kind of falling behind because I've been so busy answering the phone and fixing computers that come my way. So I haven't really found a way to like actually even get three things done a day generally, oh my gosh. which has okay. been stressful because yeah because <laughs> it just builds up on me or like i have a goal for casual friday that i have to do the night before we record you know because i'm like ah i was gonna do that monday but i just didn't get to it um so one thing going back to our circadian rhythm i realized i am just a force to be reckoned with in the morning i wake up i pop out of bed i sit there like a zombie for 30 minutes and then i'm just go 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 until like noon and then i start kind of slowing down yeah and what i've been doing is like a whole take care of myself morning routine and then go to work and see what happens what i did this week which i'm going to try and keep doing this next week as part of my goal is i'm going to do one of my big three before i leave for work so as part Ooh. of my morning routine do one thing so even if i don't get the other two done in a day one thing got done on my like extracurricular activities besides like yeah. fixing computers for people um, and move the ball forward on that. So that's been my little hack is like finding the time that I can just get it done real fast. And, and that time has been between my morning routine ending at around eight or eight 30 and being at the office by nine 30. And I've been getting something done in that hour. So, so my goal on that is to do, you know, at least of the, of the five work days between now and then do at least four mornings like that where one thing gets done and start making that a habit. Yeah. All right. Your goals. All right. Uh, again, laundry list, uh, <laughs> map out my sales process, at least brainstorm a new product, uh, and get some feedback on it for the like toddler nutrition packed meal thing. I don't know how many people I need to reach out to for this, but I'm going to reach out to as many people as I need to to secure five market research calls for this coming week. Let's say if I reach out to 30, that's that's a decent like return on it. So reach out to five to book a market research calls and then at least get four of those five on a follow-up call in two weeks. I also have to renew my Florida State Dietitian license because that's coming up in May and I need to figure that out because they, they sent me mail and they need me to upload something. So... I need to put it on this list because I need to do it and I've been putting it off. So yeah. Sweet. And then I have one blog post to write for uh, a mommy blog. That's the laundry list. That's it. I know it says it's the laundry list, but it's, it's the way I get shit done. Putting my That's money right. behind That's it. Right. 
well, yeah. And at this point, your business is different from mine in that you've got to do all this to kind of get it off the ground. And, and my goal of like show up and fix somebody's computer when they call would be a weird goal. <laughs> That's what takes up most of my time. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, you're flying a plane. My plane still has like bird flaps trying to get it up. I, I'm flying a plane with like one propeller. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Now let's build an engine. <laughs> a little rubber band powered propeller at the front. It's going though. <laughs> I'm going to need some seats for the contractors in the back though. Oh wait, dude, I can, to I can totally make that happen right now. Hold up. I have a little, I have a pen and a propeller. Ooh. Oh, for those on YouTube, that was the most pathetic thing ever. <laughs> uh, that was good audio though, right there. <laughs> Look. Uh. Oh, my sigh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap on Casual Friday. If you have any questions for Cash Fry, shoot us an email at unstuck.institute at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at unstuck.institute. Love that consistency. If you haven't already, download our free PDF of our life book to keep the ball rolling on your own productivity. Get your life book today at unstuck.institute slash lifebook. Bye, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, Unstuckers. This is Chill. That's Josh. Welcome to Casual Friday, where we take a moment to have a mini mastermind. Problem solve and set goals to keep the ball rolling on our own businesses. That was a lot of different accents right there. If you haven't checked it out already, be sure to go back to Wednesday's episode. We talked all about CRMs. So check that shit out. What's up, Josh? All right. Let's start over.